brief uh, blurp on what it is we're celebrating. You mean we're not learning everything there is to know about us? <laughs> so the history of Halloween begins in ancient times with the Festival of Samhain. And that, of course, is spelt S-A-M-H-A-I-N. And it was in the lands populated by the Celtic people. What is now Northern France, Ireland, England, Scotland, Wales, and Brittany. Centuries before Christianity, the people forged their lives by hunting and herding. And two major seasonal events were celebrated. The onset of winter, when the herds were brought into shelter, and the onset of summer, when the herds could be released to pasture, which is Beltane. And they are completely opposite on the wheel. So the first day of winter was considered the beginning of the new year and celebrated as New Year's Day. Only the finest of the herds were brought into protection while the remainder were slaughtered. It's impossible to feed an entire herd over the winter, which in some northern areas lasted for six months. Due to the abundance of fresh food at this time, huge celebrations and feasts were held. Samhain was the most sacred of all the festivals as it linked the people with their ancestors and their past. The first known practices of Samhain by the Druids were written and recorded by the Romans, chronicled as a Celtic celebration day of the dead. The Druid priests lit large fires on the hilltops in Ireland, while Celtic tribesmen prayed that their son would not wane and disappear over the winter. In Wales, family members marked a white stone and threw it into the hot ashes of a bonfire before going to sleep. If any stones were missing the next morning, it was an omen that a death would surely occur before the next year's harvest. Scottish farmers lit torches made of braided straw and marched deicil around the perimeter of their land to ward off evil and witches and bring fertility to the fields. The Celts of Gaul imprisoned cats in wicker baskets and burned them in sacrificial fires. In Brittany, families put out warm pancakes and cider for dead souls to eat when they rose from their cold graves to visit their homes. The Celts believed that the dead rose on the eve of Samhain, that the ancestral ghosts along with demons were set free to roam the earth. These demons could harm crops and upset homes. Spirits held the secret of the afterlife and the future, so the druid priests used this time for divination, working on sickness and the health of the tribe, reasons for a move, and it was the right time to make magic. Some scholars believe that the name of the Lord of the Dead was Samhain, while others believe that the name of the god was Cronecrunch. And that's in English, it's C-R-O-M, a separate word, C-R-U-A-C-H. In Old Irish, it is C-R-O-M-M, -M, C-R-U with a little 
accent above U, A-I-C-H. Um, and he was a pagan god of pre-Christian Ireland. The Lord of the Dead was believed to hold a resentencing of lost souls. Sitting souls were given 12 months in the shape of lowly animals, while good souls were given 12 months of death, but in the shape of humans, before they were reborn. The good souls were given a brief time to visit the home of their loved ones, enjoy a warm fire, a good hot meal, ales, and wines. Sweets and steaming ciders were often placed by the doors to entice and persuade these good spirits to enter the home. Songs, dance, and games were plentiful to welcome the spirits home. People would disguise themselves in ghoulish attire as evil spirits and demons, or as animals. In this way, the evil spirits would not recognize them and think them one of their own. A parade would begin in the center of a village so the evil spirits would follow and lead to the edge of the hamlet where carved turnips were lit and torches were lit to drive the evil from the town. As stated previously, it was the Romans who gave us this insight into the Salon celebration. They had their own final harvest festival, the festival of Pomona. Pomona is the goddess of apples, gardens, and orchards. According to Ovid's um, metamorphosis. Pomona was a nymph who delighted in pruning and grafting, but would have nothing to do with men. Vertimus, the god of the Terminia, was very much in love with her. He was able to change shape easily and disguise himself easily. One day he dressed himself as an old woman and went to speak a prophecy to Pomona. How lovely the vines and the grapes are together, and how different they would be apart the tree. Useless and the flat and and the wine flat on the ground unable to bear fruit. You are are you not such a vine? You turn from all who despair desire you. You will try to stand alone, and yet there is one. Listen to an old woman who loves you more than you know. You would do well not to reject Vertimus. You are his first love and his last. And he too cares for the orchards and the gardens. He could work by your side. Vertimus then revealed himself to Pomona and she fell in love with him immediately. The festival of Pomona was celebrated on November 1st, after the harvest was stowed away for the winter. It coincided with Samhain, and as the apple is sacred to the Druids, the two festivals' synthesis occurred naturally. By the first century AD, the Romans and the Celts inhabited the same villages and lands throughout Europe and most of the British Isles. So, how do we celebrate Samhain today? Well, the circle is cast Widdershins, as we are opening the portal between the world of the living and the world of the dead. No, Widdershins is with the W-H, right? No, W-I-E. I-E. 
W-I-D-D-E-R-S-H-I-N-S, Widdershins. Again, that's a Celtic word. The space is made sacred and blessed by the elements. Uh, the way you guys have been doing it, you would start with salt, then water, then fire, then air. The way Gardnerians do it is water and salt are combined and air and fire are combined. So you only go around twice. Um, you begin in the north, the earth. And the reason for that is the earth is where the dead are buried or the ashes spread in most cases. As we call in the guardians, we ask that they protect us from all negative spirits which may approach from their realm, direction, or quarter. Then you call the god and goddess, uh, depending upon your tradition and the chosen pantheon. Then you call in the spirits. First, the physical ancestors, your parents, your grandparents, your bloodline. Uh, then your friends and loved ones that are not physically related, and then your spiritual ancestors. So like Gardner, every Gardnerian in the world is going to call Gerald Gardner, for example. They're also going to call the... Why, why Gerald Gardner? Like... Because he's our spiritual ancestor. Okay. Um, they will also call the priestess of whose line they're from. Okay. Okay. And then we will call the, if the people of past who did our initiations, they will be called. Okay. Okay, so that's how. That's a lot. Okay. So there's, those are your spiritual ancestors. So people can live in your own church. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then there are feasts, songs, dances, games, and lots of them. And then... When you say goodbye to the spirits, you'll start with the spiritual ancestors, then the friends and loved ones, and then the physical ancestors of your own bloodline, then goodbye to the deity, goodbye to the guardians, and then you will ca decast Deosil to close the veil. How do you spell Deosil? D-E-O-S-I-L. So when you're doing regular circle any other time during the year, you're casting your circle deosil because you're creating a separate space, but you're following the same turn of the earth. Right. Okay, following the sun. But at Samhain, you're creating a sacred space, but opening the veils to the underworld. So it's the opposite? So we're doing Widdershins first? You start Widdershins. Yeah. Okay. And you do everything with Urshans. I so see. Which one's clockwise, which one's counterclockwise? Clockwise is Deosil. Okay. Counterclockwise is Widdershans. Okay. So, with that said, you guys got to tell me which pantheon you want to work with for the ritual next week. Okay. I think Celtic is good. Celtic? Okay. Okay, Celtic. Yeah. All right. So, 
Everybody seems to be more on the Celtic. Well, that seems to be where most of the traditions get their yeah. information. Yeah, but if mm -hmm. you if you were at WCC, they would do Greek. Yes. <laughs> Hades and Persephone. Yeah. Um, I'm actually split between Greek and Celtic. Greek because of my blood background and Celtic by choice. <laughs> so who would the deities be if we're using the Celtic? Um, the Morgon. Right. And Chrome uh, Front. Okay. Yeah. So the Morgon will be who I call. So we will do that. Okay. And um, do you guys each want to do a quarter and write a quarter? You got to remember when you're calling a. a guardian at this time you're asking them to allow the good spirits in keep out and away the bad spirits okay okay so do you want to attempt to write those quarters we might need an example of like you know mm -hmm. what we want to say but yeah i think we should yeah, okay um that'd be good practice it's like when when we asked earlier to do like um like the regular callings for like a regular circle this is specifically for Samhain right so if I was doing earth for example um, I might say Uriel guardian of the north protect us from all peril approaching from the north and from the realm of earth but we ask that you open the portal to allow the spirits that we call to enter. Uh, none of us are practiced in calling angelic protection. Well, it's... it's... So, Uriel, Raphael, um, and Gabriel. Michael. Gabriel, thank you. Gabriel and Michael. Yeah. I could do it because I have heard it enough times, but I don't know if anybody else... Well, that's... I'm... Just using that as an example, yeah, yeah. you can just say Guardian of the North, yeah. or um, Black Bull of the North, or um, the uh, Boreas is the Wind, I believe, memory serves. I don't remember. Um, Does that get put in here? If it did, it got put in there by you because I didn't have very many deities marked. Well, it was on the uh, elemental um, the elemental correspondences. Was it? Oh, okay, I didn't know. Yeah. Must have been from Jules. Which I brought. No, I didn't. I didn't do the elemental correspondences. Cause... I brought them. I would type them all out and mm -hmm. brought them and. Oh, that's what I mean. Like the ones that I gave you, I don't think I had Boreas in it, but you would, you but you might have put it in. Yeah. Well, remember I filled out a whole bunch of them that you guys didn't have. That's in what I'm list. saying. You must have put it in because I don't so, remember putting it. But in. But I brought them to put them in the book, and I don't, I don't know where they are. Aren't they? Oh. They're not in here. What are those first few pages? These are all the. Um, the ones that I did. Essential oils, and the crystals. Hmm. Huh. 
Well, I don't know where those pages are. I can print them again. Yeah, them. I don't know where those went. Though. But um, and they're yeah. not the first ones that are in the plastics. No. What was in the plastic already when you when you opened it? Um, the uh, purification protocols that oh, oh, oh. that I wrote. Yeah, yeah. So. Um. But that's the type of thing you want to do for your protocol. Um, so you want to ask for protection. Um, you want to ask if they open the portal to that direction, that element. Because uh, you may not know where some of your spiritual or um, beloved friends and family are buried. Uh, like from where you are. Which are direction? They, yeah. Are they north? Are they south, east, west? You don't know. Yeah. So mine's always west. <laughs> for some reason. And mine's pick a direction. They're yeah, everywhere. Exactly. Mine are everywhere too. Now, family that I'm close with, I've only lost two. Extended family, like my grandparents' uh, siblings and their lines. Right. I, some of those have passed away. So, um, anyone that you decide you want to call, if you can. Bring a photograph of them. Um, not not by phone. It has to be a picture, picture, right? Any any type of picture. Okay. Even if it's something you drew. Okay. So any any photo. It's nice to have a picture if you don't have a picture. No, she means it. like she could like she bring on your pictures phone. On her phone. If you have a picture oh, yeah, you on your phone, to, yeah. yeah. You don't want to bring electronics because into the circle. No, you don't want to bring electronics into the circle, and there's gonna be. Uh, the main altar, which probably will be a, a small coffee table-ish. And then we'll put this to the north, which is that way. But we're going to be outside. Oh, we're going outside? Okay. Unless it's too cold or raining. Okay. Um, because the ancestor uh, shrine. shrine is uh, going to be to the north. Okay. Okay. So if you don't have, like, let's say, pictures of that person and you want to bring, like, an item, something that reminds you That's of them. That's absolutely. Um, Perfect. Yeah. So we're all going to call it, like, do one of them? Like, we're all going to make I'll one call, I'll call the actual people in for you. Mm -hmm. um, because I have no fear of them and I know how to bring them in. Okay. And um, also... If you have somebody who's experienced, they'll bring them in, and then they will send them back. Otherwise, as much as you love your grandmother, aunt, whatever, mm -hmm. you don't want to be haunted by them for the rest of your life. No, no. <laughs> I have Sandy to, will make sure they go back. I have to remember that uh, whenever I call in my grandmother not to have my grandfather drag along, because he tends to drag along and scare the shit out of me. <laughs> Nobody wants him around. See, my grandmother, everybody loved. My grandfather, nobody liked. Same type of thing, right? Yeah, so. you have to state it very clear what you want. Exactly. And, you know, it has to be like as if you're talking to somebody who knows completely nothing. Right. Yes. So. so. Yeah. So, the... Um, What does each person here believes happens to you when you pass? I believe they go to uh, the good after place or the not so good after place. Okay. Christians and that's call it? it heaven and hell, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. I believe 
believe my oh Jules. Go ahead. Okay. You said it first. Um, I believe my uh, my essence goes back into the earth. My body goes back into the earth, and I go back to where I come came from. So like we come from the earth, and then I feel like I go back, and like my I yeah. You become a part of the yeah. Like, yeah of everything yeah. Yeah, everything's connected, and you just go back into the the system. Okay. <laughs> Christine, okay. my turn. I think Jules is ready. Go ahead, Jules. Um, it's kind of similar to Angela's, but like I believe that because we're buried back into the ground, we start from the earth again, and then we're reborn into either an animal or even another human being, like a resurrection. So um, reincarnation. Reincarnation. Thank you. Um, I believe a lot of those things. So I believe in heaven and hell, but I also believe that there is some kind of purgatory, for lack of a better word. I think that some souls have unfinished business and might linger for longer before they process their death. And I think that once you've been able to pass on and um, either grow or learn from your experience here on life, then you are ready to be reincarnated and come back. And depending on the life that you lived before, that would kind of, you know, change the circumstances of your reincarnation, whether you come back as a beetle or a, um, you know, a, a good person, a bad person, a, an animal, whatever. Like you can come back in multiple, multiplicity of forms. Nice. Okay. So three for reincarnation. Yours is more of a reincarnating into everything, but it's still technically mm -hmm. a form of reincarnation. So. What about you? Me. Okay, so I've met with many spirits. Um, when someone passes, I believe that they first off go through uh, a time where their soul is weighed. Were you a good person? Were you a bad person? Were you an average person yeah. who, of course, no one is perfect, so everyone's done a little bit of yuck in their life, right? Yeah. Um, and that, so you have to, for the weight of what you did that was wrong, you will spend some time doing a form of penance. Uh, but when that is finished um, because almost in every pantheon there is someone like Tartarus um, who weighs your soul and uh, gives your soul a punishment for the things that you've done wrong in your life but once that is done um, if you've grown enough of your spirituality you go to be with the gods. If you haven't, you come back and are reborn into human life again. I don't believe that you come back as an animal, but that's just me. You have the right to your belief. Um, and then uh, you get to try again to improve your spirituality. Um, so my father, for example, I never call him at Samhain because he's already back here. I've met him. Uh, he was a little boy when I met him. Um, 
probably around five years of age. And he recognized you? And he recognized me and came up to me and called me by my nickname that my dad always said and said wow. it exactly like my father. Mm-hmm. And I just was like, what? And his mother was like, how do you know her? <laughs> and this was on a bus, so that was quite interesting on the TTC. Um, Have you seen him since? I saw him shortly after he passed away. No, 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 I mean the child. The child? No. 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 Um, I saw, so I saw my dad shortly after he passed away, and then my mom come terrifying, running into my room one night, and she said, I just saw your father, and I said, yeah, I know, he was here. Um, so she saw him uh, standing at the foot of her bed, and I said, it's okay, he's just checking to make sure that you're okay, and I've already spoken with him, and everything's mm-hmm. fine, so he's good, and he's, he's done now. He's ready to come back, and I knew he was ready to come back. Yeah. And then it was about uh, five, six years later that the little boy came up to me on the bus. Mm-hmm. Um, my daughter was supposed to be born April 25th, 1984. Sorry. My sister-in-law was killed that day. Mm. She was, her and I were really, really, really close. We were like sisters. Um, and she was killed in a car accident. And uh, I had kept saying, Becky's not gonna be born that day. I'm gonna wait till May 1st to have her Beltane. Everybody kept saying, you can't choose that. I went, oh yeah? (laughs) Um, When Becky started talking and, you know, when she was like two and a half, three years of age and started talking, she was constantly coming out with um, phrases and sayings that Karen always did. So... uh, in a couple of rituals where I got to uh, talk to deity, um, I asked what the correlation was between uh, Becky and Karen. And each deity told me the same thing. Most of Karen's soul is in Becky. Hmm. Strange that they would say most of it. Well, because there's always some of your own. Oh, I see what you're saying, Yeah, yeah. Right? So, so she um, was reborn into your daughter, but not like it's not just her. It's not just her, yeah. right? So, it's almost like inheriting some of her personality traits versus yeah uh, being reborn or whatever. And then Callum, my grandson, has a huge amount of Wayne's, my brother's, um, personality, and comes out with saying things that Wayne used to say. Mm. My daughter found out she was pregnant the week after my brother died. Ah. Yep. He just kind of went, boop. Yep. (laughs) So, and uh, I, um, when I was given my initiation at first degree, the priest called in my grandmother, who not only stayed for that ritual, but stayed for about two years mm. <laughs> in the house that I was at yeah, yeah. and was often seen by everyone in the house. They were like, what was that? Who was that? 
And I'm like, well, what'd they look like? And everybody described the same person. It was my grandmother. So, and my initiator, um, he had gone through all of his uh, spirituality in a couple of different uh, lines. And I knew when he was gone, he was gone to be with the gods and he would not be returning. Oh, okay. Or reincarnated in any way, shape, or form. And he comes every year. So. Yeah, yeah. And it's wonderful to see him. That's again. So. So my upbringing, um, <laughs> completely negates any possibility of it being a person and explains why it's not people that we're seeing and blah 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 and i can't get i can't let go of it so that's just what i believe but um uh, when you die it's christians call it heaven hell the good place the bad place the mm -hmm. good place you lived a good enough life or a deity compensated for any mistakes you made and let you come up and the bad place you were horrible enough that you should go there. That's where you belong. You earned that. You decided you want to be that horrible of a person. So you chose to go there. So they go there. And anything we come in contact with here is spirits that have never been human, but have been around people enough, like around certain family members or whatever, that they can mimic their behavior and look so that you think it's that person. Christians call it a familiar spirit. It's not necessarily malevolent. It's just a familiar spirit. So. See, I believe that those spirits exist as well, because I've seen them, but I've definitely seen people who are just not ready to go, or absolutely, who, you know, or who are coming back, or who have malintent, and like, I mean, I totally understand what you mean by like there are spirits who will mimic, but like, I've been in. Like, I've experienced spirits who are just like, nope, this is my space, and this is my life, this is where I've lived my life, and mm -hmm. I'm coming back because it's still mine, and this is what I know. And whether it's they haven't been oh. able to move on, or they don't understand, they just feel like a part of them is attached to that yeah, space. Yeah, they haven't been able to cross over. Yeah, like, um, I, can, I can go into stories. Like, there's this one, uh, my friend's house, she had a spirit of a Native American chief, and he was interesting. Let's just put it that way. Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll go into that. Are you still recording right now, Jules? Okay, I'll go into that when we're not recording because it's ridiculous. <laughs> but, like, that's a good story. You want me to stop it? Well, the class is done, right? Yeah. Yeah, so we can... <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say. I was going to ask something else. But, okay, can, can I take a look at your... Um, um, your quarters, because I want to write one for for air for next time. So uh, these are, this is our book of shadows, so yes, yeah. you can look at Absolutely. it. Yeah. So there's this is where we these, put all of our information in there. These are my quarters that I wrote. I believe yours are in there as well. I think so. I think I put mine in there. But if you have the notes on the elemental correspondences, which were posted, mm -hmm. right? Then I'm pretty sure they were. I you think can Kenny... look at like 
everything to do with earth or everything to do with water and write a a call just remember the two most important things is you want to ask that they allow in the deity the um, spirits that we want here but to keep out everything malevolent Okay. Okay. Yeah. So which quarters do you guys want to do? You so guys pick. I'm good. Mm. Air. Do you do you want to do air? You want fire. I was thinking you know, fire or remember that thing I posted? Yeah. Remember the... I was going to do the last one. Should I play it? Yeah. Yeah. I kind of wanted to do fire, maybe. Whatever. To challenge myself. Whereas normally you would want to do... Fire. Is it still recording? 